What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm J-Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 4, Episode 4, and it's called Chapter 61, Halloween. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines of the episode. So be sure to stick around for that at the end of the podcast. And also, don't forget, we're having a contest right now on our iTunes. And all you have to do to enter is go to iTunes, type in Recap Rewind Riverdale, and leave us a five-star review. And you could possibly win a chunk of change on an Amazon gift card. Yeah. So that's it. And a pop socket. And a pop socket. So it's free to enter, free to play. Why not? Leave a review. If you like listening to us, of course. If not, then I guess just stop listening now. Um. <laughs> and yeah, the contest ends on December 11th. And we'll be drawing the lucky winner on that after that. As always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode, y'all. So before we get into it's it. It's halloween it's Halloween-y. Um, what did you think of the overall I was, episode? Honestly, like I was very, very hype about this episode. Yeah. Um, the fact that it like falls right th- on the day before Halloween, like Yeah. I was just like really amped about it. It was good, but I'll give it like an eight out of ten. And yeah. I'm gonna say that because I did like appreciate the Halloween-y of it, but like Jughead was kind of like meh this episode. Um, Kevin and Reggie Sorlin was a little meh. So, um, but otherwise, like, I did enjoy the rest of it. So I'm still going to love it. I'm not going to hate on it. What do you think? What did you think? Um, I would probably echo what your thoughts were on it. I thought it was a good episode. It was a little lukewarm in the sense that, uh, yeah, it's the Halloween episode. People are dressing up left, right, and center. You're thinking that, you know, we got all these promo pictures of everybody getting excited about it. And then... Um, there were a few storylines that didn't really like they developed stories, but they didn't really go anywhere, um, which is kind of expected for a Halloween episode. Whenever there's a special of any regard, I'm always like, OK, I don't mind if it doesn't really attach itself. Yeah, to it could stand the alone. main storyline. Like, it can stand alone. Like we were talking offline about this, but like we both really, really like that episode in season two where like, yeah, um, where it's kind of like like sectioned off with like Josie's storyline um Jughead storyline and there's like that whole thing with the deer and the pickup truck and like that episode was very spooky and like very eerie and I was kind of like expecting that kind of tone um in this episode which we didn't really get that but yeah they and they totally could have done it that way it almost was like they started it off that way because you get the title cards to say like the day before Halloween mm-hmm. and like, ooh, they're going to kind of set it up in different ways and then go into each character story because none of their stories really intertwine. So they totally could have exactly. had a similar format. Yeah. And instead, they just gave us this like, episode. You made a good which, point because you were like, frigging like Tony and Cheryl looked amazing, but amazing. they didn't even leave the house. They just they like, stayed in the house. They stayed in the house the entire time. They didn't even hand out candy to the kids yeah. at all one time nana's got this like badass like eye patch now randomly and i'm like okay cool i guess this is what we're doing now so yeah i think outside of the fact that they got them in these cute outfits here's the, the and i'll only say this i and i do understand that it's a difficult task to have but you know they went off the rocker last season with their storylines and they weren't listening to their audience and then suddenly now this season it seems like they're like okay 
this is what the fans want. This is what we got to give them. We got to make sure that we make them happy. But I don't like it when they use like trailers and the way that they promoted the first couple episodes so far with this idea that like we're going to love it because like Tony and Cheryl are going to be in DC villain costumes. Like we got that from Comic-Con and I was excited about it. But then you have to ask yourself as a viewer, like, why are they in those costumes? What are they doing in those costumes? They could have totally just been in the in Thistle House the entire time wearing some sexy lingerie and doing a seance and I would have been totally fine with that too yeah. because there was no real purpose for them to be dressed up outside it was of the just fact for like I think it was episode. just for the flashiness of it and like I don't know gotta give it I, I guess know. I gotta give them something because that yeah anyways let's get into the episode let's get into the episode yeah. I like let us know what you guys thought about it in terms of that vibe like did you guys do you guys agree? Do you guys disagree? Yeah. But we'll go through the episode. We'll talk about our pain points and talk about the great points because there were some really good points to it as well. Yeah. And just quickly, like, I just want to say shout out to at Postmaster Radio for um, filling in last week because yeah, you did a great job did and great I missed job. you guys. Yeah, um, and I it was know. great. We missed you too. I, I was like, wait, what happened last week? And I was like, oh, yeah, I wasn't even like doing the recap last week. <laughs> um, so we had that whole farm thing finished. So now we're totally yes. like we're done with the farm. Kind We're of. done with the farm. Yeah. We can move on with their lives. Yeah. Alice is out. And that was yeah. like the big thing this episode. Yeah. Okay. So getting into it. So um, the way that last episode ended was uh, the Cooper residence, or I guess Jughead's house now, has gets a tape, a VHS tape. And when they play it in the beginning of this episode, it starts with his narration saying, these tapes start to pop up everywhere, which is kind of eerie because Postmaster Radio did say, like, are we going to see more of these tapes showing up around town? And that is exactly what happens. These tapes start to show up mysteriously around town. In everybody's case, it was, you know, uh, Veronica's house and um, the Cooper residence and Archie's house. And it's just like nine hours or I don't know how long she said it was like four hours worth of just the front of the house being recorded. And there's nothing on it. There's no message. There's no music or sound or anything. It's just that surveillance footage i guess and it's just keeping everybody eerie there's no mess you know there's no notes that came with the videotape so they're not sure where that is so that's i guess a part of the mystery and uh we don't get any answers about that this episode at all it was just that yeah kind it's of just setting up the foundation of like what these tapes could mean or like yes that they exist so like someone's either watching them or Someone's and since watching we're, them. Yeah, since we're not going to go back to it, what do you think these tapes are? Honestly, do you like... you have a suspect well, yet? Well, yeah, I have a suspect, and I don't know if I should say it now or, like, wait till the end of the episode. Let's talk about it now, because I, I don't think, think we ever go back to the tapes. I think Charles might have something to do with it yeah. and it might but it might not be in like in a, in a malicious way or like in a bad way i think maybe he's just like yo this town's like insanely lit with like drama like i need to like spy on these people and like figure out what the fuck's going on in this town so i feel like but they also, might lead us down this way of like oh my god someone's like spying on them but like it's actually meant to be like a good thing maybe i would agree with you outside of the fact that there's no reason for him to do it and then send them the tapes. You know what I mean? Unless someone is finding these tapes and being like, yo, yeah, this maybe is what your someone's like, doing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe someone found the tapes and they're like, look, like people are spying on us. But like, yeah, then yeah, why yeah. not just like, yeah, I guess they don't want to say who like found the tapes. And that's the thing with these the Riverdale mysteries. As much as I know that it's hard to kind of cultivate and create your own new mystery every season. 
if it doesn't make any sense as to why somebody's doing something and this is so arbitrary and so like who would put it on a VHS tape who would send it to these specific kids like why is it happening this way well I guess Pops got it too like everybody in in Riverdale basically yeah everyone got it so it was one of those things where it's like you're gonna use that motif it better come through and this is what we said for season three as well it all better make sense it all better be the reason why we're doing this is because yeah, I'm of really, a reason I'm really trusting in this pro- in their process at this point and like it's still early yeah. on so like I'm trusting that like they know what the fuck they're doing with this storyline and yeah anyway it. we'll see how yeah. it all kind of pans out let us know what you guys think what are your theories and who it might be um, but as I mentioned, it cuts in the very beginning with a title card the day before Halloween and everybody's preparing for Halloween. So it cuts to the Cooper Res. I don't even know if I can call it the Cooper Residence anymore. What is this place? It's the like Jones the Phallus Residence Res. Now? It's like the Phallus yeah, Res. The Phallus Res. So yeah. um, we have Betty and Jughead and Jelly Bean, and they're kind of like a one big happy family, at least like the healthy uh, family members are under the same roof. Yeah, like Polly but- is is somewhere like in a hospital. She's gonzo. Yeah, she's like at a mental institute basically. And um what did you think of seeing them all kind of in the same space? Like no, me, it, this is the was, first time. Yeah, it was cute. Um it was like very like I was waiting for it. Um I like how how easily Phallus kind of just came back together. Like they were all right. like flirty in the kitchen. <laughs> Alice had her fucking like blazer back on like she's like ready for business so like I was kind of like okay like it almost honestly feels like season three never even fucking happened like yeah (laughs) it's just kind of like where we ended off in season two and I'm like obviously so down for that no I loved it I think it was super cute I I I love the dynamic between like um Jollybean and and Betty when Jughead's not around too later on that happens but yeah no I love them all together it's true, and I do love the fact you're. I, I agree. I think I do love the fact that I see you know you see Jellybean and you see um, Betty, and you don't always ever know what the dynamics are, especially with like a hormonal teenager teenage girl. But she seems like a cool teenager. She seems girl. cool. Like she plays Minecraft, so she's kind of like a tomboy. Like she's she's <laughs> yeah. pretty chill. She seems pretty chill. Yeah. So anyway, they're waiting to you know Jughead's going to be coming back later that night because whatever it's the weekend in Riverdale, so he's going to show up later. And um, then it cuts to Cheryl and Tony, and this part like killed like, me. Like I was dead. legit, I was shocked. Like this is my WF moment. No lie, like because <laughs> like it, they're just chatting, and then it like shows Jason dead, and I'm like, uh, so Tony's like cool with this? Like wow, she's she like the girlfriend like, of the century. Like this is amazing. Best girlfriend of the century. She's being patient as fuck with Cheryl. Like, like she Cheryl, loves this woman. Do you need like, anything? Do you want like a toothbrush for your brother? Like, are you okay? Like, should I get a pillow for him? Is his hair okay? Like, I was shocked at how freaking cool she was with all of yeah. this. Like, considering that they're still freaking high school students. Like, yeah. take that in. I'm like, why? Like, like the amount of patience that Tony has for Cheryl's bullshit is like like in ten years she's point. gonna be like my ex girlfriend in high school like lived with her dead bo- her dead brother like that's gonna <laughs> yeah. be her story like that's fucked <laughs> and they're gonna be like I'm sorry I had to go through that yeah um. Anyway, so it comes to a point, though, this episode where Tony's like, okay, like, it's been three weeks. Like, I we discovered the body. I discovered the body. I think it's time now for you to let go of Jason. Like, let him go and say goodbye. And Cheryl says she reluctantly agrees. She's like, okay, fine. What do you want to do? And Tony says, like, let's just bury his motherfucking body. And Cheryl's like, okay, like, let's figure it out. And Tony's like, I got the shovels. Let's go right now. Like, yeah, she, like, she wanted to rush r- that shit. Because, like, she go. knows. Like, 
Like, it's this fucked. Is too much. <laughs> like, it's it's too actually much. fucked. Yeah. So they proceed to go and, like, bury the body. Then it cuts to Stonewall prep, and Jughead and Moose are talking, and Moose is basically, like, depressed because that news release came out last week, and, you know, he got he's getting bullied. People are calling him, like, the gargoyle boy or something like that. First of all, they used to call him Marmaduke, and now they're calling him gargoyle boy. So it's like... Bro, you just have bad names like in general. Right. Like yeah, you need to like get bad. a new name, and then your yeah. other name is Moose. Like, like you're bound to get made fun of. Like. <laughs> so, um, so it comes to the point where like Moose basically is like, I want to join the army because I'm not even happy here anymore. And my thing is, um, and we can, I guess we can talk about it a little bit later. But like, what was the point of him yeah. even coming into the story I if he's know. like, I don't want to leave now. Like, yeah, what? The, I wrote Why? the same thing. I was like, I don't get it. Like, wh- what was like other than the fact that like these kids were picking on Moose and Jughead's like, oh, there's bullies at the school. Like, who cares? Like, there's bullies everywhere. Like, what's yeah. the big deal? Like, why is and that they bullied Jughead thing? anyway? So they could have just exactly. had Jughead dealing with the bullying by I don't know. himself. I mean, I Moose feel like did- it might lead to something later on because otherwise it feels very like random. Like, why are we seeing Moose again at this? But point? that's the thing. I don't know what's more random, like having Moose be part of the main story with Jughead or have like have him just leave after two episodes. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like I don't know. Anyway, um, so that's happening in Stonewall. He's like depressed. Then it cuts to Riverdale High. And everybody's like tripping out and and mo- most especially poor Betty is like just dealing with the shit because everybody is out here wearing gargoyle and like black hood, black hood outfits because that's like I was like where season. do they even get this shit from like fucking party cities having like their town's murderers from last year like costume I know. like who would ever so who would ever dark. wear the costume of like your town's murderer like it's like disrespect <laughs> like come that's on some disrespectful shit which I did appreciate that Mr. Honey's like shutting that shit down he's like nobody's allowed to wear any costumes especially Especially yeah. the costumes of literal murderers. Yeah, so, <laughs> like from um, last year. Like, <laughs> poor Betty. So, yeah, whatever. Betty has like a quick moment where she's really going through the shit too. Like, obviously, it's really hard for her to deal with it with her dad being dead and stuff. So, um, it also cuts to the kids in the lounge area and everybody's just kind of tripping out being like, what's going on? Um, and Reggie comes in, first of all, wearing like fully so Freddy Krueger so like, t-shirt. Cute, he's such a cutie and he's just like cheese he's like hating on mr honey so much he's like this guy's a piece of shit i hate him i want to tp as a fucking office when you know like for halloween like do do a little prank on him and then someone was like i think it was ronica or like archie and they're like we can't like reggie like we're like high school students and he's like yeah exactly we're like seniors like let's fucking go ham this season and like yeah you know like do some senior like pranks right so um so anyway the only person that does decide to help him out is Kevin. Which, by the like, way, like, yes, this story was very random, but I also, like, respect Reggie really hard that, like, he actually does something that's, like, fun. And, like, he's like, guys, yeah. we're in school. Like, let's get lit. Like, I love that he's that character because, like, you still need him. Yeah. It was just, like, he's- it went kind of too far. Like, I was like, okay, I don't really care about him and Kevin. <laughs> like, you, like really, <laughs> yeah. by the end of it, I was like, okay, whatever. Because that's the thing. You, like, set up his storyline with, like, basic high school, like, shit and then everybody else has like these next level yeah because it was halloween like it didn't fit in this episode specifically like i get the whole pranking thing but like yeah they could have saved it for like a next episode and then kevin's like i don't have anything to do so like i'm just gonna join you now because like we're friends yeah so he's like okay we'll do it later tonight um monroe is out here just like harping about the kids and monroe's entire story like every single time you saw monroe's episode he was like archie got news bro 
not good. Yo, Archie, God news, bro. People are outside, bro. Like every single like this guy's poor like line is just like warning Archie about what's about Pure to happen. Bearer of bad news. Never like, hey, basis. I'm fe- I'm good today. Like I'm gonna be this for Halloween. Like nothing. <laughs> nothing. He's just so he's worried about the kids because he's like. You know, Dodger's still out there, like, kind of, like, recruiting them or whatever, and he wants them all to, you know, be safe. So, Veronica says, why don't you guys host a, like, kids Halloween party at the gym, um, you know, at yeah. the gym at El Royale? And they're like, great idea. And we got a Katie Keene Yeah. Call I don't know if you <laughs> know what's that, but. She was like, my girl, Katie Keene in New York City, she, like, makes outfits. So, like, she'll hook so you she up. Like, I'm like, when does she do it? Like, how fast can she do it? Like, <laughs> she, like, she did it that tomorrow, quickly. Girl. Like, she knew that she needed these fucking party yeah. outfits. She's going to ship them FedEx, like, UPS style. What did you think the of the, the, of the shout out? Like, were you like, ooh, I can't wait to watch. See, I know that they're trying to connect us. I know that, like, they're trying to say, like, oh, she's from New York and she's from New York. Like, let's make it. It worked. Unless Veronica's rolling up. Like, unless Veronica's going to roll up in New York with Archie at some point in time and Katie Keene, like, I don't need I mean, maybe. Or, like, maybe she'll, like, she'll roll up on her own, you know? Like, she'll just be like, hey, I'm back in New York. Or she goes (laughs) to, like, NYU or something. Something. I, 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 I like the connection. I think it made sense. I think that it had to come from Veronica. Um, yeah because like nobody else knows katie keen yeah <laughs> that's why <laughs> yeah um anyway um so she that, makes her outfits thing, like, he, she's like i'm gonna make your outfits like they're already ready to go like one that's like specifically fitted to your body archie because i already gave her your measurements also like, like if she's going to school for halloween costumes like maybe she should choose like another like career path because like <laughs> <laughs> like she should be making outfits for like fucking Gigi hadid or something not like not like fucking polyester <laughs> nylon spandex costumes yeah. And like high school students from like a town like that's like in the a middle small of town. Nowhere. <laughs> it was just funny. Whatever. We're just ripping on it. Anyway, so then it cuts back to Stonewall. And this whole thing between Brett and Jug Jughead is like becoming very, very it's like I feel too like it's coming much. stale. It's like too yeah. aggressive. Like Brett's like on his dick. Like just leave the guy alone for a minute. Leave like alone for one you know, second. like it's like he's too he's too obsessed with Jughead. Yeah, he's obsessed and he's just it grinds at him, obviously, and he's like, oh, I'm I'm not, like, a poor kid, like, whatever, whatever. And he says one of his favorite stories is uh, the Telltale Heart, where basically somebody is, like, underneath the, the floorboards. And he's like, ooh, maybe we'll, we can make it, like, instead of the Stonewall 4, make it the Stonewall, Stonewall 5. And I don't remember who tells him the story. Is it Mr. Chippy or is it someone else? I feel else? like Mr. Mr. Chippy, like, added to the story, too. And then he yeah, was like, oh, so, but it's just, like, folklore, Jughead. Like, it's not real. It's not real. So he's like, yeah, whatever. These four kids just disappeared with a trace. Also, can we just really talk know. about, like, what happened to the serpents? Like, where's Sweet Pea and stuff? Good question. Well, Sweet Pea, I don't even know. They didn't even, like, name another serpent. That's what I mean. Like, they don't even, like... a very good point. They haven't mentioned the serpent since last fucking season. Yeah. Like, Sorry, give it to I, Cheryl. Was Clearly, I just she has way that. too much... T- like, yeah. she has way too much time on her hands. Give it to Tony, who has way too much time on her hands. Like... Like these, it's just like, weird anyway. that there's like not even a mention. Like I don't need to see the whole scene, but just to yeah. be like, hey, the serpents are like on pause right now because like da 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 da, like whatever. Like they, right. they literally like just cut them out. <laughs> like there's like no mention of them. You, it's Anyways, very true. Like sorry. Sweepy, like was so like he had a he mini was so story big last, last season, season yeah. and then he disappeared. Yeah. Anyways, uh, cuts to Thistle House and 
Uh, this is when the doll shows up. So after they bury the body, there's this creepy ass doll that shows up in Jason's like wheelchair. And Tony's like, what the fuck is that? It's so creepy. And Cheryl's like, I don't know where that is, but it must be Jason. Like she is pushing this whole idea She's that like, it's Jason. I told you, TT, if you fuck with Jason, he fucks with you. So yeah, like his so spirit's like coming back with a doll Tony, or something. Tony's face the entire yeah, I loved episode her was face. like, really, bitch? <laughs> her reactions. Really, bitch? Really, bitch? Yeah. yeah. So she's like over it. Um, and then it cuts back to Jughead and he's reading like a newspaper at school. He's trying to learn a little bit more about the Stonewall flat four. And Donna comes in and gives him a cup of coffee. Yeah. And right away, I was like, drinks. this bitch. I'm like, I knew yeah. it. I was like, she I was spiked like, that show with Amaretto or something. <laughs> like. <laughs> Get him drunk. So she drugs him. She like basically roofies him mm-hmm. and then he passes out and she's like, ha 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 ha. And then they all like, like prank show him. up. Yeah. Yeah. What like, do you think about Donna? Uh, I don't think that I can trust her. I think that she's a shady bitch just because she's kind of part of the same crew. She's part of that crew. Yeah. But do you, at the same do time, you think that I, like he'll have a thing with her at all this season? See, I thought that that might have been the situation, especially last episode when she yeah. wins that writing contest. I was like, oh, there's like a female character. Like maybe she'll Who's be a, a part writer. of something. Yeah. But then I don't know. I don't know. Like it's, it doesn't feel like it's pushing far enough for me to really like. And it might not, they might not have time for that at this point. And they may not have time for it. Yeah. Or maybe they don't even know what's going on right now. Like maybe they're writing as they go, as they sometimes do. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're putting it up there just in case to see if they can snag it later. But yeah, in the beginning I was like, oh, maybe Donna and Jughead will have like that romance to derail Bughead. But then at the same time, I'm like, nope, she's just shady. He's never going to trust her again mm-hmm. because he she basically drugged him. So that's definitely not going to happen anytime soon. So then it cuts to the diner, and uh, Archie and Monroe are wearing their cute little so Halloween outfits. So cute. Um, Archie's wearing um, the superhero costume, which um, actually Postmaster Radio told us about last week. And it's, a, I think, a hero from the actual Archie comic book universe hmm. um, called Pure Heart the Powerful. Cute. And... The shield is probably a part of that too. So the shield is Monroe. They're dressed up as superheroes. Like Monroe really just cute. looked too good. You know what I mean? Too way yeah, too good. Like way too good for nighttime, like primetime TV. Like I can't. Delicious. It. Yeah. Like tight pants in the right places. Um so like whatever. Katie so Keene knows like, how to tailor that shit. You know? Like she got their <laughs> sizes and she was like, I'm gonna tailor to like, your thighs and your butt. The junk in the perfect area. Um, so whatever they go to, they leave. Cause she's like, I'll see you later at, uh, El, like the, whatever the, the party El Royale. Yeah. And then they leave and she's at the diner just closing up, which was still very it, weird to me guys. Like, why is this little girl like, clo- not little girl, but like, like she's closing the store. It's like late at night. Like she should have someone else there. Like what was pops like, where did doing? Pops go? Like, where does like, he have to be at that late at night? Where does he need like, to be? Does he have, does he have a, a date? Family? Like, like <laughs> Like, does he have a date? Like, yeah. Like, what was he doing? So anyway, whatever. I get it. I'm like, didn't you know that she has like her own business and she's got to like close that shit up? So whatever. <laughs> it, it made sense um, to me. And then it cuts to Betty at the like Cooper Res and she is handing out candy waiting for Jughead. And literally everybody, this poor girl is like literally being traumatized every single time she opens the fucking door. Children are wearing Black Hood and Gargoyle King yeah. costumes. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just too much. It's too much. Uh, and it, yeah, I just felt like it was like a lot. And then she starts to just be like, oh, this is so annoying. I hate this. Um, then it cuts back to Jughead. And he is now like, he wakes up and he's like, I'm in a coffin. Worst so nightmare. he. 
worst, like, worst nightmare. nightmare confined in this like small oh, space it g- gave me so much anxiety i couldn't i couldn't watch it and yeah that's all that's pretty much what we that's pretty much from- how you see cole that's the thing like i was reading twitter and like a lot of people were like upset because they're like bro like you you just kept this guy in a box for 42 minutes like like yeah, yeah. we get it like we get that like they were pranking him but like they could have made it look cooler, I think, or like done something else that could have been more right. like scary. Like it was scary, but it was just like he's just in a black coffin, like with a with a light lighter, like he, and he's screaming for the whole. And I episode. feel like I feel like we've seen him in a box. Like he's been in a box. Lot. He was yeah, in a and he did say that. He's like he's like I've been through this, but then he was still yeah. scared. So he yeah he freaked out because I mean he's in a fucking coffin. Yeah. But still, I was just like I I, w- I was I will agree with you. I was a little annoyed specifically about that part because I was like, okay, I get it. It's creepy. It's scary, especially when you're in the box. It's very claustrophobic, whatever. But like he doesn't go on an adventure. Like he never gets out of the box and is like trying to leave the school in like late hours. You know, like yeah. if they made it more of like a pranking situation where they were you know they did all this other shit to him then i would be like oh okay it's like a halloween thing but instead he was like stuck in the box the entire time yeah they didn't like torture him they didn't like whisper things in his ear and they weren't like screaming or jabbing at him or making him even more scared he was just like stuck and there was nobody else around him i was like boring um so anyway i cuts back to betty and she gets a phone call um and it's someone that sounds like the black hood but uh it's it's kind of pranky because there's they use lines from classic you know urban legends and movies so one of the things that they say uh or at least the first caller says is have you checked on the children lately and she's like goodbye bitch and she just like hangs up the phone um but it it did feel very much like it was like okay and now what and now what like that, she just you know, keeps getting yeah, this call. Yeah, and it, it don't get me wrong. Like I enjoyed it because it was leading up to something. But like overall, I just felt like they've done this before. Like we literally did this in yeah. season two or like with the freaking like you know stranger calls inside the house. Like we literally have yeah. gone through this. But I get like I get why they're repeating it. I just felt like they could have done something different. The writing was a little lazy, in my opinion, for this mo- like for for Betty's whole sequence. Like yeah. it could have been different, but like I don't know what else they could have done. I don't know. It's very true. Like a lot of the things that happened this episode were we're just very repeating much them. Yeah, it was just it recycled, recycled from the previous season. So yeah, for Halloween, except for, for Veronica's storyline, I love yes, hers. Like, everything hers except for hers. Most exciting. Yes, for sure. Um, so cutting back to that, she uh, as she's about to close up, uh, a man rolls like a mystery diner just rolls in. By the way, he's, like if you ever worked retail and like you close out a motherfucking store, like you tell them to like get the fuck out. I'd be like, no, I'm sorry. Like I've been closed <laughs> for a minute, but you're not coming in. Like I'm closing and I'm going to my friends. But she was yeah. so nice. She was like, that's okay. Like come inside, I'll cook you dinner. I was like, okay, that's your fault. Can you even cook? (laughs) Yeah. So whatever. She's like about to like make him a burger because he sits down. He's like, he looked shady though. He looked like dirty and smelly. Like I was like, oh, like he. He did look dirty and smelly, but at the same time, I did I I and I kind of expected it, but he did play it really well. Like I didn't expect it. Um, like I didn't expect when it was gonna turn because he played like the nice guy. But also like he was like, I'm gonna get home to my daughters. You know, I'm trying to get home. I'm like, it's yeah. not Christmas, bro. It's Halloween night. Like, you're going to see them tomorrow morning. Like, <laughs> Halloween's over. <laughs> like, what's the big deal? It's not even Christmas. sunrise. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Like, they're going to be asleep. Uh, yeah. So, 
It cuts to the Halloween party. Everybody's having a good time. And of course, our new nemesis, Dodger, shows up so at the random. Halloween party, like a kid's Halloween party. And this part kind of annoyed me. So uh, they confront him at the front doors because he's calling this guy out, uh, like this little kid, Eddie. He calls him out and he's like, yo, come with me. Like, why aren't you out on the streets like working? And um, Archie has to step in and be like, what the fuck are you doing here? You're not welcome here. Your boys are not welcome here. And um, basically Dodger puts it together that uh, it was Archie was the one that beat them up last episode. And this is the thing that kind of annoyed me about it was like, Monroe was like, yo, like those guys are going to find out that you like did that. And Archie was like, don't worry. I was wearing a mask the entire time. Like they're never going to come back to like the fucking boxing ring and like, like take our revenge, take revenge on us or whatever. And then sure enough, in this episode, he rolls up and he's like, also, you're the one that fucked me up. Like basically. (laughs) And and then Monroe's like, yeah, I heard you got beat up last time. Like this happened. I'm like, okay, so the person that was scared that he was going to find out is now also telling him that we're the ones that beat you up. Again, this all feels very repetitive from season two. Yeah. The red circle. And it's just like one of those things that like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I I know that he's going to be the villain for Archie. I just don't know how much I want of Archie having to deal with a gangster again like i just feel like i almost feel like he he didn't need a villain all he needed was like a struggle like a struggle to keep the gym open a struggle to like you know like do activities for these kids like he didn't need like an actual physical person to be his villain because i feel like it's just repetitive again like he's fighting gangs again you know like we've done this we've literally been through this in season two like why are we going back to this they could have had like somebody who like he fought like maybe that guy that he accidentally killed like maybe that family could have been like we're gonna make sure that you yeah, shut your shit like down. Yeah, like we're suing you or something. Like, like we're suing yeah. your ass. Like even if it was like a legal battle, like why does it always have to be gang related? Yeah, it's a anyway. Little, anyways, I guess it's like anyways. Riverdale. Like what can I ask? Yeah. Expect so um then it cuts back to uh Thistle House and Shoney. now the girls. Shoni are wearing their outfits. Harley Quinn is is Tony and Poison Ivy is Cheryl Avi. And they're like making out on the bed. They're like, la, 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 like whatever. And then they hear crying and uh, they're like, oh shit, it's the babies. I didn't realize that they had both of the twins. I know. I totally forgot. When did about that them. happen? I don't know. I, I, I thought like, that whatever. they only had one and then Penelope stole the other one, but I guess they have both oh, of true. them now. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, so they hear crying and they go downstairs and they see that the babies are sleeping. So they're like, what the hell was that? And then Nana's like, yo, it's like your brother, though. And then um, your other brother, your third, your other brother. Yeah. So she (laughs) She doesn't really say that. She's like, it's your brother. And they see the doll sitting on the like on the couch again. And they're like, this is so weird. Cheryl's like. Okay, it's JJ. We need to do a seance to like cleanse the house's like world or whatever the situation. So that's kind of like her mission of the episode. Then it cuts to school, and Reggie and Kevin are like having like this like moment where they're trashing Principal Honey's house, like place, and there's all this other shit that's going on. And then Principal Honey walks in. And he's like, "Yo, what the fuck are you guys doing in here? Like, why are you guys here? What are you doing?" And so they get caught and then he pulls them both kind of aside separately. What did you think of him um, and the, you know the setup what? of this? Again, it felt very random, felt very out of place. 
but what what um what it shows honey doing is like honey's like a like a sociopath like he really like manipulates like their insecurities like kevin's insecurities and like reggie's yeah. too and like he went in on them like so effing hard and i was like whoa like this guy's like crazy like how do you speak to a student like that like it's it was so savage um yeah but also like they fucked up his office so like i understand like he's he's pissed he's pissed like it's fair yeah you know he's trying to like break them down in yeah. like a certain way but he's originally like he goes nice to kevin way. and then kevin basically like breaks down in, like two minutes and he's like yo it was reggie's idea yeah. and then he goes to like reggie <laughs> and like <laughs> basically anyway yeah we'll get yeah. we'll get to that after but before we go to that uh it goes to the cooper residence and betty hears a thud and it's jelly being ko'd and then it's commercial break but so it doesn't really matter. But right after that, um, she's like, just kidding. It's not real. Like, and I was like, like you're so funny. S- yeah. What happened to like, Minecraft? <laughs> Got bored? Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? Um, so whatever. She gets another phone call and she goes back downstairs and she's like, who is this? And he's like, I'm the Black Hood. And then again, a phone, like uh, a line from a classic movie, When a Stranger Calls, he says, the call is coming from inside the house. And then she like hangs up because she's so annoyed. Um, Then she hears a knock on the door. She gets her like infamous, you know, like iron poker. And um, she opens the door and she's about to hit the person. And it shows up. It ends up being Charles. And he's like, yo, I'm like over here trying to bring some pizza over. Um, Like, what the hell? And uh, he's like, I just wanted to check in on you because of the videotapes. And like, I know it's Halloween, whatever. And um, yeah. So my only thing with that was like, I honestly, I don't trust him because like when you come over for Halloween, like and you're only going to bring like one box of pizza. Like, like, who are you? (laughs) First of all, like, like, that's so useless. Like, if you're going to come through to my house, like come through with like pizza, (laughs) like. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Coming with like pizza. At least two boxes. Like minimum. Yeah. Plus, like, there's a whole family gotta yeah. feed. What are you gonna feed with a tiny like, little box of on. pizza? That's such a good point. So, whatever. So, they have their like chill session later, but then it cuts to his Jughead and he's still in he's the box. In the That's box. what I mean. Like, yeah. it cuts to him moving on to the next scene. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Uh, <laughs> so, then it cuts to Veronica and, um, she's put she puts the food down she's like i'm not usually the cook so like i hope it's delicious at least like you can eat something and he's again very nice he's like yeah like thanks so much like i'm just very excited like this is my family and the picture looks like very old it's like very it looks old like, it's like it looks like it's like stitched it's together like, like taped yeah together. it basically looks like it's stitched together it's like really creepy but he shows a picture and she's like cool she's like, good for you. so cute yeah and then she like walks away then it cuts to charles and betty hanging out and she complains about the fact that she's getting all these random prank calls. She's really annoyed. And he's like, yo, like, why don't I teach you how to trace a call? Like, I have the equipment literally in the back of my seat because I carry around, <laughs> carry like, it around does everywhere. Does he have a job? Like, does he, like, I get that his, like, case yeah. was the farm. But, like, he's very, like... I don't know. Like, do FBI agents not have other things to do? <laughs> like, I just feel like he's yeah, like, like, I don't you know. You would he's get weird. assigned a brand new yeah, project. Yeah, like right Why away. You like, you can't just like lurk and have like a tracing unit in the back of your trunk. Like, yeah. it's just very questionable, I mean, but it's Riverdale. Like, I guess I just got to like go with it, you know? Just go with it. And I, I mean, I think the good thing that I do appreciate about the show is like all the skeptical things that we normally question are like like filtered through Betty because Betty's always like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, yeah, why yeah. is this so sketchy? Yeah. So her guard is still kind of up with him. So it's all about her kind of bonding with him this episode. 
So then it cuts back to Mr. Honey and Kevin, as you mentioned, having their like one on one. And he wants Kevin to essentially admit that like he had nothing to do with it. But like you said, he's breaking him down so hard. Like I if I was in that room with Mr. Honey, I'd be like crying yeah, on and the like, floor. He honestly he made all the comments that like we made last season. He's like, You think you're like good at your what you do for the play? He's like, You yeah. fucked up Carrie, you fucked up Heathers. He's like, You get nothing right. I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> like he went in. I was like, Oh he's like, and Kevin yeah, he was, was like, like dying. Kevin's like, Oh my god, I am a failure. <laughs> It was yeah. like really like savage. It was real. It was He's like, you think you're going to go to New shit. York and you're going to do that there? Like, it was insane. I was yeah. like, this guy's crazy. This guy is like angry. And then he was like, it was Reggie. Like, it was Reggie who did everything. Yeah. He did everything. It was on the phone. He's like, okay, cool. Bye. Yeah. He's like, now now that I broke you, go back yeah. home. You know, like. Just As like if he shot. wasn't already broken. He's like, exactly. not, he's like in pieces now. <laughs> Also, as a side piece, like, he doesn't even tell Kevin, like, to go and, like, clean, help clean yeah, up. Yeah, no, he's, he's just, just like, like, go. Okay, go <laughs> he's like, just go. He's like, leave. Um, and that's the thing. I wasn't sure what his game's at, like, what his game is, but we'll talk about him a little bit later. Um, so then it cuts to uh, the El Royale, and Archie and Eddie, the little kid, are talking again. And... Eddie's basically like, I'm from the streets, yo, like the hard streets of Riverdale, and like it's really hard out there, and I, I, I need to like protect myself and stuff. And um, so as they're talking, Monroe uh, comes in, and as you said, he's like, yo, he's like, yo, Archie, Red, I got something to tell you, bro. There's people outside. <laughs> they don't troubles look. here. <laughs> troubles here. You like my so, outfit or what? <laughs> Yeah, so then he goes outside. They both go outside. They're like, he, and Archie obviously is like trying to like step up, and he's like, "Yo, get out of here! I told you to leave." And Dodger's um, like gangster all of a sudden. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, you won't come from me. You want a gun?" I was like, he's "What? Like, pop, 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 pop. like, where did yeah. we end up? Like, what? What show are we in right now? Like, what are we doing?" Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's threatening him with a gun, and then. Archie's like, okay, I'm going to call FP. Okay, I'm going to call the sheriff. Yeah. So, Just call 911, bro. Like, why do you got to call FP all the time? He's so effing useless. I mean, I think... I think he is the 911 phone <laughs> He can't just the be problem. the only 911. That's the saddest problem about this town. <laughs> is like there's one the sheriff, worst one cop. Call. He's worse than Keller. Kel- the <laughs> <laughs> uh, they should just so bring Keller I, back on. on. Yeah, I'm down. Come back, Oh, Dana. yeah, for sure. Um, so then it comes back to this whole house <laughs> and Cheryl, Cheryl and Tony and Nana Blossom are having a seance yeah. and um, they're just trying to figure it out. And Tony is out here like skeptical as fuck. She's like, are you moving the board? Cheryl, this is so bullshit. Like, yeah, Cheryl's like, Cheryl's no, like, I don't know what, what you're talking about. She's fucking nuts. Like, she's not even it's not even funny. And then um. It moves to the J, and that's when, you know, Cheryl, like, free or Tony starts freaking out. She's like, this is not funny. It's not JJ's ghost. Like, I know that you're probably angry because we buried the body and whatever. And Nana's like, it's not... Antoinette is right. It's not JJ. It's Julian. And I'm like, uh, Honestly, I feel very attacked. like, really? I was like, really, bitch? So she, then she tells a story uh, about the fact that there were triplets... Um, originally uh, that Penelope was going to carry, but when they gave birth, 
um, Jason came out and then Cheryl came out and she was like licking her little lips and she was like, mm, delicious. I just <laughs> ate my brother. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like she's like, she's like, she, you consumed him in the womb. And I was like, okay, what a sick storyline, grandma on Halloween. Like, cool. I really believe you. So, and then Cheryl's like, I- some type of way. She's like, oh my God. Like, what did I do? <laughs> she felt she was very affected and uh, then you find out why the doll was created because basically like penelope kept it around because you like know, to it was act like a, like a third baby for the baby that <laughs> didn't exist it's bitch. just weird shit see oh, the thing is crazy. um we had a bunch of fans uh kind of explain this once we watched in the promo reaction and ascent uh like apparently there is a storyline where uh cheryl jason did have another brother and um, I think in the book, in the comics, he's actually ends up, he ends up like in a cult. So I'm over it. I don't want a third storyline. I'm over this. Like this feels so stupid to me, you know? No, I don't want it. And I think that it is going to be like embodied in this creepy hereditary because we have an episode coming yeah. in the next couple of like episodes where it's going to be covering that movie that yeah. came out hereditary. And if anybody's watched it, it's like scarring for life. So I'm is sure it it's going to be really creepy. Is it about twins or is it about like someone eating it's someone in the twins. womb or something? It's not about any of that, but it's it is about like a family and like they're fucked up like okay. kind of connections. So they'll talk about that fact- maybe or something. Yeah, it's got that like gothic like creepy family stuff in yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, anyway, so they're like this this baby doll is like in the corner named Julian and um, Tony's basically like. Okay, Cheryl, if we big dig up Jason, do you think that he'll stop haunting us? Yeah. And Cheryl's like, yeah, totally. And then we can get rid of this doll. And then, of course, she's like, totally. And I'm like, okay, so she is the real fucking, yeah, she's been fucking one who's been like this shit. doing shit. So then it cuts back to Mr. Honey, and he's talking to Reggie now. And he's like, yo, like, what's going on with you? I know that you get beat up by your dad and, like, this, this, and this. You can't cover up your scars and your, like, black, like, you know, black eyes. And Reggie's just, like, again, out there, like, affected for life. Like, he's like, oh. He's like, you think that you're funny? He's like, you think (laughs) that you're funny and everyone's laughing, like, with you? He's like, bro, they're laughing at you. And then, like, like, Reggie's face was like, what? (laughs) He's like, go clean up my office right now. And then he's like, okay, yes, sir, yes, sir. And, like, he went and cleaned up the office. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally what happened. Um, He just, like, went in so hard on them. And that's the thing. I'm like, why did he, why do you think he did it? Like, why are they making him out to be this, like, There must be something. Like, he must have some sort of, like, effect on them. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe he's going to be, like. Do you think that he. He could be the person that's sending them the VHS But then tapes. why? Like, for what? I don't know. Why is he interrogating Kevin and Reggie yeah, so hard? I don't know. Like, he's, at this point, covered everybody, every character. Like, in the first or second episode, he did the same thing to Veronica. He did the same thing to, you know, Cheryl, I think, too. Like, he's just kind of going in and, like, under trying to understand that group for some reason. And I don't know what his, like, end goal is. Yeah. Anyway... Cuts to Charles and Betty, um, and they have a really cute moment where Charles basically says, like, I just want to be a part of a real family. I've never had a family um, now that you guys are here. Because Betty basically is like, why are you still here? Like, what are you even doing here anymore? And he's like, I just want to stay connected. I want to feel like that connection. And so uh, somebody else calls. And as she's on the phone with him, she he's tracking the phone number. And once they hang up, 
she finds out or he tells her that it's coming from Shady Grove Treatment Center, which is where Polly's being treated. And so right away, Betty's like, this bitch is fucking <laughs> calling me to prank me. We're pranking her, yeah. So, so they uh, call or call Shady Grove back and Charles is like, oh, it's Edgar on the phone. Yeah. For Polly. And then she puts, he puts uh, Betty on and Polly's like so excited. She's like, oh my God, Edgar, is that you? And first of all, I was like, doesn't Polly know that he got like shot dead? Like, does she's she just not so crazy? She can't come back from this. Like, stop bringing her yeah. back into the show. Just end her, end her. Right just like now. finish her off, God. But the best line of probably the entire show, the whole season, <laughs> the entire season. Um, uh, it's when Polly says, "Edgar, is it really you?" And Betty comes in and she's like, "No, bitch, it's your sister." <laughs> I died. I died. I, I was dying of laughter. So like hard. I almost felt like it was like she made that up as she went. Like the the script didn't really say that, and like it was just the way she was like, "No, bitch, it was just like it's how your she, sister." Like, like decided to say she's, it because she's even fed up with Polly's character. Like you can just feel yeah. it. Just like get the fuck out of here, bitch. So fucking funny. So now what happens so, here is does does Betty hang up the phone or does Polly hang up the phone? I think Polly hangs up the phone because Betty keeps being like, why are you even being like this? Why are you even bullying me? And Polly's just like, gag. She's like, oh, 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 oh. Okay, because I was reading something else that said that, like, it was Betty that hung up on Polly. And Polly was yeah. like, no, it's not me. It's not me or something. Yeah, because, yeah, Polly basically does try to say, like, no, why would I do that? But she doesn't give her a chance to really explain yeah, and herself. The, She's the like, phone, like, you must be some up. sick twisted biatch and then she just hangs up yeah. on her so she doesn't really get an answer from her because people were saying we'll that back okay yeah we'll talk about it after we'll get back to it after because i do have a theory about that um anyway it cuts back to pop's diner and this is when things start to escalate she is you know she takes a plate from the guy veronica takes a plate from the guy and um the, on like, the tv on top of that he's like trying to get home to his fucking kids but this guy has time to have like pumpkin pie like that's what i mean like it's just like yeah. shady like go home like who has go time home. for dessert and so like veronica's like do you want some pumpkin pie and then he's like yeah for sure I'm so she so like hungry. walks over to like the cake fridge and then right then and there like alice's voice comes on the tv and she's like <laughs> everyone beware alert, in riverdale alert. there's a murder yeah. on the loose and he goes by the name family man and like he's she's like he needs to be served a home-cooked meal like before he kills before like, he kills so the stupid. people that he's gonna kill and that's the thing i was like listen i'm down for it because it felt like but, like very, make like, it more real <laughs> like, but it was so, so the description was so specific he's a family man <laughs> average height like he like shows a picture of his family yeah. and then he like wears trucker clothes because he killed the trucker like how do you know that you killed the trucker <laughs> like where did was his body disposed of like and like who told you what the trucker was wearing that he was missing like, flannel <laughs> <laughs> like sits in diners and waits to be served yeah, it food was so, and then so in that right moment before dessert is over he kills <laughs> right them. after like, dessert don't serve him coffee because then it's not finished yet <laughs> <laughs> um did the guy hear the tv too like because i couldn't really tell like yes like you could see him in the in the background but like veronica was like oh she was like getting sketched out she got she got started getting sketched out and she like started to tense up but he started to tense up because like i said smiling. the way that he they said like, he, he, he. 
Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm cut. Now I'm going to kill you. So she turns to him and she's holding the pie and then she drops the motherfucking pie. Well, she's she's <laughs> directly in front of like, I guess, the entrance to Le Bonne Nuit and then also the exit yes. to the actual Pops Diner. And yeah. this bitch, instead of fucking running out the door, like to freedom she runs backwards (laughs) into the basement where you can't escape cool yo listen first and foremost i will say that that moment scared the shit oh 100 i always i love it i get so much anxiety watching someone like cut it that close where like the person is like staring at you through a window like because they know like he knew that she knew that he knew that he she knew so (laughs) so she drops the pumpkin pie like god forbid like i could have had that from the floor like i fucking love pumpkin pie I was like, she, I'm turning this off. <laughs> she dips. <laughs> she closes the, the little like glass door to Le Bon Nuit and he's like, mm, I'm going to get you. Yeah, so creepy. <laughs> it was I hate so it. So weird. So then she goes downstairs and then like right away she starts to like brew like a cocktail. She's, <laughs> she's like, like making it a girl on me. I'm like, girl, <laughs> you know he's after you, like, right? <laughs> not, not the time <laughs> for a drink. I mean, maybe it is a time for I a drink. I guess. So she's like brewing the drink and then. I wasn't sure where it was no, going. No, no, I knew I for sure. But like, that's the thing. Like, I knew where it was going. But I'm like, girl, like, how do you know that he has a lighter on him? Because the whole time she like she's dumping yeah. she's dumping liquor in a plate. I'm like, okay, she's making like a bomb. But I'm like, but yeah. like, what's gonna trigger the bomb? Are you gonna trigger it? Like, how's this going down? <laughs> like, I really need to know. <laughs> what is she gonna do? Yeah. So he's in there, like looking, and he's got only a lighter, and he's kind of like looking he's like, around. Hey. So creepy. And that's the thing. Like, if they had the entire episode with these, oh, like, slow, so creepy moments, I would have been like, yes, this is Halloween. But anyway, um, so he's going down and right away <laughs> he sees her on the bar and she's like... <laughs> fucking she's like, like lights out bitch coyote ugly <laughs> yeah. like the fucking bon yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's like pour it up pour it up yeah she like fucking literally pours pour that it shit up. all over him she pours it all over him and he catches but that's the thing like fire. her plan literally depended on him having a fucking zippo lighter like if he didn't have that <laughs> like your plan would have sucked <laughs> it would have just drenched him in yeah, alcohol yeah like, cool. like, like okay that's all i got <laughs> that's all i got so um, she drenches him. He gets caught on fire. She hits him with a chair and then she runs out while he's still on fire. I'm like, bitch, is the bond we going to burn down? I know. Because, like, I was thinking the same. <laughs> were you like hoping that it was going to be done? Yeah, kind of a little <laughs> bit. Secretly, I was. I you're was like, like, is this shit going to burn down? Yeah, you're like, sorry, the bond is now burnt down because there was a guy that like died in there that burned t- to death. Um, anyway, whatever. She runs away. She's safe. Then it cuts to the El Royale. And um, they're just, I don't even know how this happened. I guess he was inside waiting for FP and he hears like pop, 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 like gunshots. He runs outside. All the kids are freaking out. And Eddie is now like on the floor with like his like knee is like bleeding. And literally 10 seconds later, like FP rolls in. So back to your point about the fact that he's he's just ridiculous. Like he's just so useless. Like. Like, why do they make the sheriffs that useless every single time? He's like, yeah, I'm so sorry. It was, like, so busy today. But, like, I don't know. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and, um, yeah. So, this guy's, like, bleeding on the floor. He's, like. Fucking like, Monroe. Like, Monroe's, sorry. like, Archie. Well, by the way, the guy's <laughs> it's just, like, everyone's so useless. <laughs> except for Archie. <laughs> like Monroe's like yo Archie I think he's hurt man like <laughs> I heard gunshots <laughs> I think he shot him in the knee like <laughs> check that knee F- out and 
And, and thing, then like, Archie, Archie I so died. Annoying. And then Archie, like, I don't know if you noticed, but Archie, like, goes down to to see Eddie to be like, are you okay? Literally, like, FP looks over to see Eddie and then he yeah. walks away. Like, he doesn't even check on the kid. <laughs> he, like, he walked even, back like, to his car. He's like, good shots. I gotta call an ambulance because I'm the sheriff now. Like, I was like, what I the died. fuck is happening? They really are setting him up to be, like, a terrible, terrible I just think, sheriff. like, I think he was good for the time, like, in season three, we, like, half of it. And now I think it's time for, like, Keller to come back. Like, he's just not meant to be a cop. Yeah. Or, like, he's, like, the assistant cop, you know? Because <laughs> he's just not. Agreed. I just feel like he's not all there. I don't know. He's not, he's not successful as a cop <laughs> whatsoever. So, whatever. Then it cuts to Betty and Charles. And Charles is like, yo, there's, like, this, like, next level, like, junior FBI program that you can yeah, sign up for. Okay. I'm like, stop right there. We already had a junior fucking police academy yeah, with Jughead it doesn't joining the academy work. last season. Why are we doing this to these children again? I get that she should because, like, she's sick you know and what, she though? should be a part of the I FBI. I think they're setting her up to be a legit FBI agent. Like, I feel like she's going to go to New York. Like, if this show goes to New York post high school or goes to a big city, I feel like she's going to she's gonna be an FBI agent. And I'd be down for that. Like, she's amazing at it. See, I don't think that it's going to go that way, but I do think that she's going to become an FBI agent, but it's going to stay in Riverdale. It's going to flash oh. forward when she's already graduated okay. and she's like now like a sick But she stays like, in FBI Riverdale. Agent. Yes. Oh, okay. She's like the new, or she comes back for like some mystery oh, that gets uncovered oh, that'd be cool. in season five. Yeah, that'd be cool. That is my like theory. Okay. Um, anyway, did you think that he was being genuine? Do you think that he was... Like, um, I definitely think situation? he's being genuine, like for the pro, like the junior program. But I think he's doing it to keep an eye on her more. Like he's like, we're gonna hang out more if she's like my apprentice or like you know what I mean. My, like he has like an friend. alternative like mo- like motive to to that. But I think he, also he this guy's well. like this guy's Maybe. like motherfucking hot as fuck. Like why isn't he on like Tinder going like on a date? Honestly, like, on Bumble? for you know, like, like honestly, like I Riverdale? I'm pretty sure I predict like I was saying this from like before in uh, season three. I was like, ooh, I want like Veronica and like him to like hook up because like it's like your brother's like your best friend's brother, you know? Yeah, sexy. <laughs> I don't know. Like I just feel like they need to like get a shirt. Maybe off they will. Maybe point, they so. will. Like once he's like integrated more into Riverdale, maybe like he'll have those like side storylines. Like, I feel like though? he like, gave a weird look to it? Kevin in that episode. Like, I still feel something's like off with like him and Kevin. I don't know, man. I don't know if he's gay, if he's not. What I, I don't we'll know. Find Either out. way, he's like. Tch. Anyway, we'll yeah. see. So then it's the next day. This is the thing that killed me because it like right after that scene, it's like next day, day after Halloween. It's I was like, like okay, so we get it. It's Betty morning. Just, <laughs> Betty literally just like went to sleep. Didn't think that her her boyfriend who was supposed to come home that night, who didn't come home that night, she like what just like went to bed and was all good. Like I didn't understand why she didn't like investigate. Well, I guess further. she called him. Like, what else is she gonna do? Like, he like he didn't answer his phone and what you know, like like she could be like something's wrong with him. Like, how many times do people get murdered? In this goddamn Honestly, town, he yeah. could have he could have been dead. So that's the one plot hole that I mean, there's many plot holes, but this is the one plot <laughs> yeah. hole that I was like, okay, like why wouldn't Betty be the first one to be like, I'm gonna search for you until the day, the morning, you know what I mean, until you're home? Because they could have made her be the one that opens up the fucking coffin. Like she could have, like this bitch has been running around in abandoned houses and like finding like scary shit from like the, the get go. Like why is she now being like I'm gonna hang out with my I older know. brother and like who cares like, about my fucking yeah? I just don't think boyfriend. they wanted to like intersect those stories, which I get. Yeah, I get it, but I just also feel like why? Like why would she? She would never do that anyway. Um, 
then it cuts to the school and Reggie's still cleaning up. It's like taking him all night long. And uh, he leaves with Mr. Honey. Mr. Honey's like, okay, cool. Like, you're there. So you're telling me that Reggie and Mr. Honey stayed yeah, in the they school stayed all, all night? fucking like, what night the fuck long. What are they doing there? And they didn't do anything sexy. Like, come on. This isn't real. This is where I draw the line, guys. So uh, they walk back to the car and. Reggie freaks out. He's like, no. I forgot what the name of his He's like, like, car is. Like, Bella. Bella. Eloise. Like, I don't know. So he like freaks out because somebody TP'd his car. And then Mr. Honey's like, oh, yeah, that must really hurt. You know, like when it's like your own private property and somebody like vandalizes it and like makes it really ugly. Like it really annoys you, doesn't it? And then Reggie's like, did you fucking like he doesn't say it, but he's basically like, so you are the one that fucking TP'd my car. Yeah. <laughs> and. I was like, why is Honey being such a petty motherfucking bitch to all these students? Like, he's acting like a child trapped in a principal's body. Like, I don't understand what he's doing. So anyway, Reggie's like, it's fine. I'll clean it up myself. But, like, you're a shady motherfucker. So then it cuts to Cheryl and Tony. And Jason's back. Like, she's combing his hair. Like, everything's fine. (laughs) Cheryl's... Like, Tony's like, God damn it. Why do I love this girl so much? Um, She's just, like, very, very frustrated and annoyed. Then it cuts back to Jughead still in this motherfucking box. He has a dream that he's, like, being buried alive and, like, the, like, soil is coming into the coffin. But then he wakes up and, like, he's still stuck in it. Mr. Chippy gets him out and he's like, yo, this is crazy. I can't believe there's a coffin in my, like, room and uh, this, this, and this. Like, he just starts talking. This motherfucker, though, he's like... He knew what they um, did. He knew what they did. He he knew what they yeah, did. Yeah. He's he's basically like it is a stonewall it is what it tradition is. Yeah. to like haze you. Like it is what it is. Like they come up with new ideas every single year, and then the kids are just like standing in the corner. They're like it means like you're one of us now. Like you're like a part of our crew, and like you're part of the family. And then Brett's obviously like, yeah, was that too like scary for you? Because if it was, like you should just leave now. And Jughead's obviously like, go fuck yeah. yourself. So. This is the part that, yes, I wrote it down because I was like, Mr. Chippy definitely knew because they're like, because Jughead is like, yo, did you know that this was going to happen? And Mr. Chippy's like, uh, 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 no, I didn't know anything. Um, And then on top of that, Mr. Chippy ain't giving anybody like disciplinary action. I'm like, this is a motherfucking boarding like prep school. You'd think that these people would be like, absolutely not. You would never do this to another student, especially since just two episodes ago, Mr. Chippy's the first one to tell Jughead like, oh, violence is not like Tolerated. a part of our thing. Yeah. It's zero, zero There's definitely tolerance. something happening like behind the scenes and like Mr. Chippy is not innocent. Like he's obviously in on it too. Yeah. So now we just got to like uncover especially- like what that is. Exactly. So I just like, yeah, there's something there. There's history there. I don't know what it is, but we'll see. Um, Then it cuts back to Archie and Eddie at the hospital. And this is when things get very annoying for me. So basically, Archie's like, okay, like you'll get better. It'll be fine. You're like going to be on your way to recovery. And Eddie's like, but then like when I get out of here, like what am I going to do? And Archie's like, well, you can stay at like the boxing, like the boxing community center. Like everything will be fine. Eddie's out here acting as if he's like doing he just did like seven years hard time and he is like a juvenile record and he can't like graduate. He's like he's like, I can't be out there on the streets. Like if I'm not out here, then like, you know, Dodger's gonna like yeah, find it was me like, and like I'm gonna dramatic. be dramatic. Like, I was like, how bad is, is Riverdale <laughs> where literal children are terrified of like leaving 
the like being on the streets. Yeah, like, like when did it get how this bad? bad? Exactly. Like I know that Riverdale's always set up as like a kind of sketchy, relatively dangerous town, but I didn't know it was like to the point where kids have to join gangs in order to survive. Like yeah, this it is was a little too, too much. Cause it's a little too much. Cause that, cause what that kind of leads to is Archie feeling some type of way about it all and being like, "How can I save these kids?" But it's almost like yeah. it's too big of an issue for him. Like he's still a senior, like freaking he high school is student. A student. Like, He's trying to graduate high school. Like, politicians try to fucking figure that shit out, and they can't figure it out. Like, how are you going to figure it out, you know? Where's the mayor? Oh, do they not have a mayor again? Oh, my God. What happened to Hermione? Oh, yeah, she's in jail. Yeah, they they, they definitely needed a fucking mayor. (laughs) They never even have, like, a vice or, like, somebody who's taking over. Like, that's what I mean. They, like, totally dropped all these storylines so quick it wasn't even funny. for sure. Like, why set these up? Like, bring back fucking uh, Josie's mom. Um, and so then it comes back to Varchi at the Pembroke and Archie's basically like, yo, real talk. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but like, I got to like figure something out because this town is fucked and my dad would be so disappointed. I want to do something that makes him proud and happy. And I was like, yeah, but like beating people up and like wearing real talk. Your dad just would have wanted you to graduate with like straight A's. Like that's all he would have wanted <laughs> like, you to like, do. Like, that's don't. it. Or, like, maybe don't die. Yeah. Like maybe don't that was die. his goal. Play football in, like, and go to school, father. and that's it. Like, just be done <laughs> after that. But Veronica and actually, like, encourages him this time, which was actually surprising. Yeah. She's like, you should. Like, she's like, go clean up the streets. Like, put your little, like, costume on and, like, go. <laughs> clean up the streets and just, like, come back to bed. <laughs> and so, like, in true, like, in true CW television show he form. He was so excited, um, though. He's like, He, like, really? sees the superhero. <laughs> he's basically going to become a superhero yeah. is what's going to happen. It's going to, he's going to become, like, Archer or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. So, what did you think of the I'm fact not that down they're for not that. making him? I'm like, not down for that. This no, is not man. a superhero Why? show. You know, him being, like, this fucking vigilante. We've been through this. We've done this storyline already. We like, we've passed did it. did this already. And Fred was over we it. Fred was like, what are you guys. doing? Are you dumb? Like, so I don't understand why. I get that there's an issue. I just don't think that it's this, like, we need to go down this path. Like, we've done this. I'm not into it. And it shouldn't fall. Like, it, I agree. It shouldn't fall on, like, a kid's shoulders. Like, I don't understand why he's yeah. doing they, this. You're right. Like, they cur- should like, have a system of government being like, okay, hey, guys, let's figure this shit out. Like, town hall meeting whatever it is i just i'm not down for this superhero thing again because we've 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 done this and it didn't work so agreed anyway cutting back to cheryl and tony and they like go downstairs and the doll is back again and tony freaks the fuck out she's like what the fuck man i thought that like with jason back you wouldn't do this to me and cheryl's like Okay, so real talk, I was kind of fucking you up. I was lying to you. I was kind of like moving the board and making you feel like it was JJ's ghost because I wanted my brother back. But this doll, like, deaf didn't do it. And Nana Rose is out here being like, it's Julia and it's the doll. It's the soul of the doll. And uh, Cheryl's like, y'all, I don't know what the fuck's happening, but, like, the haunting is just beginning. And that's kind of how their storyline ends. And then it cuts to Stonewall. And uh, it's kind of this back and forth conversation. You know, like Betty's like on the phone with him. And and he basically says like, Moose has disappeared. Like he's gone. Like all of his shit is gone. So what is like, we talked about it earlier in the episode. But like, what did you think of the fact that he just disappeared? I don't know. I didn't even think anything of it. I was like, I don't really care. Like, honestly, I don't care, guys, about Moose. Like, it's just, 
you guys didn't make us even care about him last season when he freaking ditched Kevin. Like, so why yeah. would I care about him now? Like, he doesn't mean anything to me. So I don't even know where he went. He probably did go to the army. Yeah, maybe he. But did. it's or probably maybe something more shady. Like they probably like kidnapped five. him. Like. Yeah, but I like you're right. I don't care. Like if you die, you die. It's whatever. It's not a big deal. So they're talking. And then you find out that Charles has been listening to the converta- conversation conversation this entire time. <laughs> yeah, he's listening to Betty well, and Jughead, right? Yes. And then um, Betty says, you know, like, he might be the real deal. So he's kind of, like, listening in and trying to, like, get information. But, like, what did you think of that whole setup in I terms mean, of I wasn't Charles necessarily, like, listening? completely shocked. But, like I said, I, I don't know if it's, like, in a malicious way that he's spying on her. Maybe he's just, like, protecting them and, like, trying to understand, like, I don't know. It's kind of weird that he's spying on them, I guess. I don't know. See, they do, I, I feel like it might not be lot, in, a, in right? an evil like, way. Yeah, they do this a lot where there's like misunderstandings. Yeah. This person was like meant to be the person and, like, that's monitoring thing. you, but like, then he ends- when we had Chick, like Chick was evil. So like this this other character coming into play, being like the brother and being evil and being like vindictive, like we've seen that already. So why can't we we've get someone it. that's like actually good hearted and like you know he he he, he means well? But having said that, they're not going to keep that char- like his character in the show full time. So I don't know. We'll see. What did you I think? I mean, who knows? Like, Polly was, like, batshit crazy this entire time, and she, like, find, find, found her way all the way to season four. But that's what so, I mean. It's because, like, like sure. yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I I thought that, you know, they're trying to set us up and show that he's a creeper. Um, and then it started to make me think about a few things. One thing being maybe he was the one that was, like, trying to make her feel like the phone call was coming from Polly. Yeah, for sure. But really, it was him. I think so. Like, who knows? Because, like, like, he didn't even, like, he just listened to it on the fucking headset. First, first of all, like, how do you hear the address on the headset? Like, right. you have to put it into, like, a coordinate and, like, find that shit out. He just, like, puts exactly. it over his ear. He's like, yeah, it's from that place. I was like, okay. And the fact that Polly, and the fact that Polly was, like, didn't get to defend yes, herself. Yes. Like, I felt like it was all set up in a certain way. Yeah. And also, on top of that, I feel like Betty, um, like, the fact that he was there tapping the phones, like it was just his way of finding a way to tap her phone. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, true. Oh, like yeah. Like the house phone. Like it's all kind of like how like he did it. Like maybe he's not even a real FBI agent. See, and that's the thing. I'm like, okay, but like, can we just have a real fucking FBI agent? Like what the hell's going on? And I'm also now starting to feel like, once again, I can't believe anything that the showrunners say. Can't believe anything that RAS says because... He originally said, like, oh, she's going to get, like, a cool, real, normal FBI agent brother. And then suddenly they're making him a sketch bag. And then he was like, no one's going to die. And then, speaking of which, it ends off with, like, Betty being like, I'll always take care of you. I'll always make sure that everything's okay. And And he even says, like, Jughead even says, he's like, all I know is, like, if I ever go missing, like, you're going to be the one to find me. You'll be the one to find me. Cut to cut to fucking flash forward. And it's like Betty and FP in the coroner's office, in the coroner's room, and like they uncover the sheet and Jughead's on the table dead. He's dead. Uh, My God. What did you think of this fucking reveal, yo? I mean, it was crazy, but I don't believe them. Like, I feel like there's something off. Like, it's like, I don't believe it. I know that you... I know the why you feel that way. When I saw it, I was like, there's no way. I'm in, I was in full denial, but I was in so much shock because why would they drop that in episode four? Yeah. But then at the same time, I'm like, 
No, you look at their faces. I watched it back and I was I like, know. you look at his face, you look at Betty's face and she like knows it's done. Like he's dead. I don't know. And I'm like, I can't believe they're fucking killing Jughead off of the show. Um, I think it's still I know too that early, we talked guys. About it I think it's still too early to, 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 to say he's dead for sure. Because think yeah. about it. They're going to go through a whole season now of like our characters looking for him. If we know that this guy's dead from now, what the hell's the point of the, of the search and all that kind of story leading up to that? So I feel yeah. like there's going to be another sort of like um, reveal in between now and then to be like, oh, he could still be alive, you know, because otherwise we, we have our know, answer. Man. We like, have our answer right now. And like, I don't think they do that so early have- on. We have the answer, but we don't know how it happened, why it happened. Like, it's very, like, that's what I mean. It's very much like that, how to get away with murder. Yeah, like, you see the ending, but you don't know the ways. But I, but I don't, don't know, know if the they ways. would do that. Like, I don't know if that would make sense for their audience. Listen, all I'm thinking is they made such an extreme jump by revealing that it was actually him. That this shit better be, like, the best writing you guys have ever done, ever. Because you're killing off one of the most loved characters. Yeah. Like on the yeah, series. and I don't know if they would do that. To be honest, like I don't know if they would kill Cole Sprouse off the show. But having said that, know. it might happen because like the show is changing and like they are in their senior year. Like, does does Jughead fit in the aftermath after high school? He might not fit into it. And so when they're looking at it, you know, as a core four, like losing one of the core fours, it does make sense at this point in the series. I can I can see how it could make sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but. The thing that kind of sucks is like, you know, we've had his narration as the narrator of the entire show, this entire series. And for him to like now, like, what is he going to do? Like not finish. Yeah, the but he's been a narrator like, for Riverdale for the town that he's lived in. If he's dead and they're out of Riverdale, like they they leave or whatever, then like it's not going to really matter. Or like it's five years right. down the line. It's not going to really matter. Right. That's true. That's going to suck. If he Anyways, dies, I think it's still preemptive, guys. I want to hear what you guys have to say about this because, like, obviously it's a huge 100%. topic of discussion. I think it's too early to predict or even say anything. And that's, yeah. that's it. I don't know. Put your votes in, in the comments below. My vote is he's definitely dead. I know it's a bit of a shock for everybody, but I'm just going to start mourning him now. Oh, okay. And then see what happens at the very end of the season. I right. definitely can see them doing it. It's season four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ratings are low. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe they just really want to make things like a big extreme change and a big splash for season five to, you know, change it up a bit. It's going to change the entire dynamic of the show if he dies. Like there's a lot of repercussions, but maybe it's for the better. Um, you know, even when we thought that he was dead in the beginning of the season, when we when we saw that trailer and everybody's like, what's going on? Why isn't Jughead there? We did already theorize, like, if they kill him off, I would understand just because I do feel like Cole Sprouse is somebody who is kind of like the most detached from the show. He probably emotionally doesn't feel as connected as the other kids are because, you know, he's been done doing this shit for like years. Um, whereas like, you know, Lily and KJ and uh cami of this is like kind of like their thing whereas like cole might be like i'm kind of done yeah i can see that whatever so i can definitely see that happening okay let's get into recap roundups the best line my best moment and i think we kind of had the same best moment i think it was that whole sequence in pops with veronica and and the and the killer guy and how that all kind of went down i think it was the most halloween thing that we like got to see and feel in this episode and I wish the entire episode was like that with like all the characters. Um, I really liked it. It was really well done. Really well done. I really enjoyed it. Very entertaining. Very scary. Like I said earlier. Um, yeah, definitely my best moment as well. WTF, WTF moment. moment.
my detective moment i think has to go to that first scene seeing um tony cheryl and then jason i was like what the fuck i'm like like tony's fine with this like she's cool with yeah. this um and i'm wondering yeah. if like now that jason is back like i wonder if it's gonna get to a point with tony to be like hey girl this is like too crazy for me like i can't deal with this shit like he smells right like i need to leave because we are gonna get to see her her like background story a little bit apparently this season so i wonder if like right. to, to see her background story like are is she gonna leave thistle house is she gonna like leave cheryl kind of thing you know i can see that happening for sure but i just feel like if she's out here like being patient as fuck with cheryl with a dead body beside her like what else at is this there? point if you haven't yeah, left like true. what else can yeah. you do like i don't know she's like a saint um my WTF moment is going to go to the final moment. I know we already talked about it, so we don't have to go into it again. But it definitely, for me, was like, Jughead. what the fuck? Like, I can't yeah. believe... Like, I cannot believe that this is the yeah, real totally. thing. I watched it back, like, two, three times. And I was like, this is this can't be the way that they're ending the episode. Is this real? Is this, like, a dream sequence? Like, I just couldn't believe it. But then, looking at their faces, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't believe that the showrunners are doing this so Well, we don't know on. yet, for sure. So, MVP. My MVP is gonna go to Veronica. Uh, I think she was yes. fucking boss ass. She like even stayed later to like cook for this ma- random guy, I missed know. the party, and then ended up killing him almost. So like it's cool. Like she did amazing. <laughs> even Archie said the same thing. He was like, "Tab, you're a fucking yeah. badass." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, she was cool. She was also one of my MVPs." But the other MVP that I'm gonna give it to, which I've already mentioned before, Tony for being the best for girlfriend sure. ever, for having the patience of an angel, like killed it her eye rolls and her like very like small little moments where like you looked at her face facial reactions i was living for them they were so funny lvp my lvp i think is gonna go to the motherfucking parents in riverdale that dressed up their children in black hood costumes and gargoyle kings like what made you say like yes son daughter that's a good a costume they almost like killed our town last year yeah like you guys are all idiots yeah, honestly, so stupid. Um, my LVP is going to go to FP because he was yeah, late totally. and useless as per, <laughs> as per usual. I was like, nice, nice. The best, best line. Um, our, my best line was the same as yours, so I think we should just reenact this moment. You can take the first Okay, yeah, ready? First part. I'm going to be Polly K. Edgar, is that really you? No, bitch. It's your sister. No, bitch. It's your sister. Yes. That was the line. Oh, of my the God. Season. It was amazing. So Lily Reinhardt fucking killed it. Like, amazing. I love her so I know. much. She's like yeah. the best. All right, guys. That's the episode. Before we finish it up, we have a few announcements. The first one is, as Envy mentioned earlier, we have our contest going on right now. So if you leave a review for us on Recap Rewind on iTunes, you'll enter into a contest for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and pop socket. To enter, all you need to do is rate and comment on our iTunes page, and you'll be entered in the draw. The contest ends December 11th, where we will be drawing one lucky wiener. Wiener. And uh, at this time, I'd also like to take the time to thank our patrons of the episode, our Rewinder squad. We got White. We got our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Sarge, Serena, Slay, Kate, and Jessica, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. Thanks, guys. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you'll get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. And make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and you can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. 
Again, like and subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recovery Wind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.